Welcome back to the Bottom of the Pit podcast, where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am, as per usual, Mick Whoopi Goldberg, and things are hot to death right now. They are as hot as can be. We're getting so much news, so many trailers, so much cool stuff. And so, to start off this string of secret battles I got coming for you guys, we had to tap into the namesake of the podcast, the bottom of the pit podcast. So we are going to hit that Mortal Kombat 1 trailer. And with me, you know I had to bring him back. The one, the only, Lobo Barry Crunch. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man, I was mm. I was eating because, you know, we eating good this year. Mm. Oh, my God. Fighting game community, we eating good this year. We are eating so well. 2023 is treating us like the kings we should have always kings and queens we should have always been treated as forever and ever amen bro this year is crazy there's like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have to need i'm gonna need paddles i'm gonna need new new controllers (laughs) really though we're gonna hit these uh these these press limits on all these controllers that we have now um so this is going to be the first secret battle of the season we always have a couple i think last secret battle we don't hmm, what was the last secret battle was it when ultra instinct and yeah i think it was when ultra instinct goku and the aftermath yeah Mortal Kombat 11 aftermath was revealed on the same day but now we had we've, we've, we've had hella shit coming up so we got a lot to cover um, so, first I want to ask you, just to get this whole thing started, Mortal Kombat 1, how do you how do you feel about the name? You know what, to be honest with you, I'm okay with it. I'm actually really okay with it, because if you think about it, obviously the first MK was just called MK. So, I'm okay with the idea that it's called MK1, because this is, a, this is, this is our reboot. This is our new timeline, our, our new, obviously, spoiler alert, um... Our new universe created by Fire God Liu Kang at the end of Eleven. So hopefully we're not getting any more time travel BS. We're done. We're done. It's it's fresh. It's new. We got a clean slate. And I, I think the name really kind of puts that series into that next generation of like now we are we are shifting gears. And I'm 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 all about it. I agree. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I do like the name Mortal Kombat One because we call the first Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat One anyway. And Mortal Kombat, just plain Mortal Kombat, was also the name of the initial reboot, Mortal Kombat 9. It's just actually technically Mortal Kombat. Um, so having it called Mortal Kombat 1, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. And this is exciting because this is not like some contrived reboot. Not contrived, but like still, it's not like an in-universe reboot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like this is fr- built from the ground up by, I guess he's a titan now, Fire God Liu Kang. Not like a titan, but he's like a god acting as a titan. Well, he has the power of a titan. In a he sense has the power as a titan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's exciting because now I think uh, I I'm sorry, I'm getting excited. Um, I think we we talked about this the last time we talked about Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and I brought up um. The most exciting part about the entire reboot was Cyber Sub-Zero. Um, 
because it showed how different things could really be, even though they didn't really pan all, pan that out uh, too well. Seeing the changes already being made to the timeline, uh, just from this trailer, is exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I want to ask you, are you okay with them making drastic, drastic changes to characters' backstories this time around? I think that, especially coming from like, geez, how many decades has it been now? Three. Like we're going on three decades. Oh my god. Yes, I sir. So, I feel so old, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh my god. Like I keep saying, <laughs> we were playing these. We were playing these games. We were young boys when they first since, freshly hit the arcade. Since before we could dress ourselves, since before we could tie our shoes, since before we could feed ourselves, blow our own noses, yeah, we was playing Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm okay with it because it obviously, like, throughout the years, we've gotten little bits of, like, characters' backstories changing or, like, additional details to said backstories. Um kind of getting altered a little bit so it's not a big deal to me to be to be completely fair with you i am okay with the slate being wiped clean with everybody getting a fresh new story because that's that's what this is this is a fresh new story this is a completely new universe rebuilt by fire god Liu kang a, a fire god Liu kang or a, a god of fire and thunder whatever they want to call him at that point i still call him fire god Liu kang but um it's it's rebuilt and obviously, like, he has lived long enough to see the the stripes of many different races, many different people, friends, enemies, rivals, whatever, allies, every, every single person. And I think that this rebuilt universe with these characters, maybe having some, some alternate changes to their backgrounds, kind of is necessary. But what I like, though, is in the trailer, we see certain things that still kind of kind of hold on to things from like you know obviously what we know about the cer like certain characters like still characters that clearly should be connected to each other or still connected um obviously like we'll, we'll go into more detail obviously later on but like i.e like melina and obviously katana still connected to each other um the the bro the the broso the brosef bros of uh sub-zero and scorpion now um obviously we still see that there's that that deep rivalry with like Liu Kang and obviously uh, Shang Tsung and you know I, I like it I like that there's still a connection I, I'm okay with the differences but I still think it's good like the way it is like I'm just excited like I just want to see what more lore we're gonna get and I feel that I feel that especially with the the lore aspect of things because we when it came to the original reboot is what i'll call like mk9 through 11 when it came to the original reboot we still had to hold on to what the midway timeline had for us when it came to how things would change mm -hmm. uh, so certain characters had to be a certain way certain relationships had to stay the same um but with this with this like this big new reboot what's up gary with this big new reboot um, anything is on the table, and yet they still did hold true to certain things like like Sub-Zero and Scorpion's relationship, however it is, whether it's antagonistic or or, or friendly. The, the way the trailer made it seem like it would be like our choice. 
Um, and then you had Katana and Melina, and Melina throws a, a wrench in in a lot of things, her existing already. But then again, we don't know what the timeline is looking like right now. We don't know what time period this is this is right now. We have no idea what's going on yet, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we could talk in circles about the possibilities, just this trailer. Like, I thought when we saw a trailer, it would kind of rein some things in. Um, but not really. I think that, excuse me, I was taking a drink. Um, I think the benefit is, is like, obviously we see certain characters that we clearly should have already, like, we, we have our, like, you know, we have our Scorpion, we have our Sub-Zero, but the interesting thing is there's always the chance this is not Hanzo and this is not Bihan or Kualiang. What if these are two descendants? Because obviously when we left off in MK11, we left off with um, Fire God Liu Kang coming to the Great Kung Lao and saying that you will be my champion. So I, I want to assume that we're still in that era. And maybe these are like precursor characters to you know, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Obviously, like, Adinians have lived for so long and they can they can live for so long. So, Katana being in there is definitely not out of the, the realm of, um, you know, like, throwing a, throwing a curveball in there. It kind of makes sense that she would possibly still be alive then. Melina is definitely a wrench because I, I am so heavily, like, invested now in, like, how is she here? It's, it's clear that when the trailer opens and shows katana she's surrounded by like obviously this beautiful background so we're assuming this is adenia and the other thing too is that like obviously she's got the royal guards and like pe the people looking like they're worshiping and, and praising her while she like makes her way through that little carriage that she's in and then we see her sister there but we notice that when she she looks like she's fixing her mask we can still see the the sharp like teeth of like what would be her her um uh, to carton DNA so it's like is it is what how is she here like what is she I like I like the questions and then obviously we, one of the the monks that we see is Kung Lao so is this the great Kung Lao is this fire god Liu Kang's champion that we were we were talked about you know obviously he doesn't have the the blade on the head so it's not our Kung Lao that we would have later on and then we see a second a second monk next to next to them I think that and was Raiden. It is. It's. Uh, I'm. I was looking into it, and they confirmed it is Raiden. So that means that maybe we are that far into the past that Raiden was born, and you know now he's joined. You know, kind of like taking that moniker of like the Liu Kang uh, uh, role alongside of Kung, of the Kung Lao. So we still get the two monks together, and obviously Shang Tsung is very young looking. Like, dude, I'm. <laughs> I've like been giddy about this. Like, I've like been like a little kid. Like, you know, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? No, no, and and I'm I'm the same way with with Kun Lao. It's hard to say because his his hat still looks a little sharp. It's still definitely round, just like the Kun Lao we know. But it could just be a regularized hat. Maybe they they did that on purpose to confuse us. It's possible. Um, but with Molina, my um sure like the 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 how and and like what is she doing there it's like it's in 
it's important, of course. But the question I want to know is why? Why would Melina exist now, for one, and two, in the shape that she's in? And three, why are her and Katana, Katana um, getting along already? Well, quote unquote. I don't know. She's she's got a she had a mean little stare at her sister. She had her, her mean stare, and I'm sure she still has that 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 jealousness that Melina has always had for Katana. But at the same time, they're not trying to kill each other right now. They're sitting yeah. in a carriage, one v one in the carriage, surrounded by royal guards, which means the guards are also carrying knowingly carrying Melina. Mm-hmm. So either the only one who knows that Melina is part Tarkatan is Katana and whoever the hell made her. Um, which could explain why she had her mask on. In, I guess Katana also had her mask on inside the carriage. She does, yeah. Um, so, I, so, so I don't know. Like, like the the why is what intrigues me the most about Melina because it's like when, when we get that answer, then it'll put a lot of stuff in place. But we don't have it right now because originally the why was oh we need more. Uh, uh, Shao Kahn wanted a real daughter, so here's Melina mm-hmm. uh, but now where the hell is Shao Kahn Shang Tsung definitely came in looking like the big bad I love it I loved it so much but here's what I want to ask you um, with Shang Tsung I know I don't want to say I know for a fact because that's just false but but come on you do, do you really think Liu Kang remade a new era and kept Shang Tsung in it like, you really think he made Shang Tsung again with the same exact power and ability? I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I'm starting to think maybe we have, like, I don't know, like, shattered timelines or something like that. So, obviously, everything we talk about here is theorizing. Of um, course, yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's obviously the biggest thing about Mortal Kombat is the, the attachment to the idea of destiny. Like one's fate can be determined in many different ways and in some cases like obviously what we learned from playing the reboot of mk9 going all the way up to 11 is that certain events for certain characters will always still play out no matter what what you do you know that was like obviously something that raiden would kept trying to he kept trying to play with that as much as he could and if anything he made things not just worse but it was almost like he still like it was like the timelines always found a way to to fix what Raiden changed. So obviously he was trying to stop the cyber initiative. And even though he was able to spare smoke, you know, in that timeline from becoming cyberized, we still saw, you know, obviously Cyrax and we still saw um, Sector. So it's like the the fact that they still were cyberized, it was kind of like the, the universe inevitably was like, no, the, this is this is inevitable. There are things that you cannot control. Now, to to the point of you saying, like, obviously, did did Fire God Liu Kang create and remake Shang Tsung? No, I don't I don't think he did. But he obviously may have not have known who Shang Tsung's parents were. So obviously he cannot prevent certain characters from maybe kind of being still still being reborn. And maybe it's just like a faded thing that Shang Tsung was going to be. Shang Tsung, he was still going to be who he was. And, you know, it's 
just like there are certain things that like Raiden couldn't tamper with. He was a god, but obviously there were still rules and he can't, there are things that are still outside of his control. So again, that obviously like, you know, maybe for certain characters, like he made sure certain things didn't happen. Like maybe this, maybe Scorpion's clan was not massacred by the Ling Kuei. Maybe, um, Sector's uh, father, you know, the, the original Grandmaster, um, uh, of the of, uh, well, not the original, but like the Grandmaster, because that bloodline is the one that controlled the Lin Kuei for so long. Maybe they did not control it. Maybe, you know, Bihan and and Kui Liang's bloodline controls the the Lin Kuei. Because obviously, number one is we know that the Lin Kuei is were originally not all just cryomancers. They were they were obviously like assassins from various different like backgrounds and styles, and they kidnapped kids and and trained them. It wasn't just like they were just born into it, and eventually like sub-zero's family and and they'll kind of kind of came in and then Kwai Liang reshaped the Lin Kuei into Cryomancers but um like well, God damn, dude, there's so much there's so much <laughs> I'm like so, there's definitely so much we could crack oh into God. that we don't know because that would really give Shang Tsung this like such a like a great uh purpose that seems like like even above Liu Kang his existence if Liu Kang created a whole new era of a universe and it still couldn't keep Shang Tsung away. So it's like, so what higher calling does Shang Tsung have? Is he really just, I'm just so evil, I can't be stopped? Yeah, he's just or that what? Like, perpetual evil that just, like they say, that wherever there's good, there's always evil. There's always evil, yeah. It's just like, it's just the eternal struggle that just has to exist. Yeah, so it's it's hard to find anything concrete uh, from the trailer aside from how it would pertain to the the gameplay in itself. Because I feel like that was a lot of the purpose of it, as opposed to showing off. Excuse me, as opposed to showing off more story things. Because mm -hmm. we know it's a new era. We know Liu Kang is still Fire God Liu Kang. And we know Shang Soon is going to be a big, a big villain. Is he going to be the villain? It seems like it, but we don't know. Mm -hmm. And we know that some characters that we aren't used to being around in ancient times are there, like Melina. Um, but I feel like the main purpose of the trailer was to give us an idea of what the game, as far as the feel and the gameplay, is going to be all about. So I feel like we should start to touch on that a little bit and circle back to the story if it comes uh, comes back up. Yeah, because I, I definitely have a theory I want to share with you about Melina. Okay. Um, so when it comes to... Um, not speculated because they dropped a few things. But when it comes to the trailers and how it pertains to gameplay, I noticed this when I was watching it. Uh, the I think the second time because I was just kind of geeking out the first time and the second time when I watched it to analyze stuff um, I noticed all the characters were paired off They weren't exactly fighting each other. They're all friendly and they're all Approached as a team now my first thought that got me excited was oh, it's gonna be a tag game Because that would be sick because that's also something we talked about in the last podcast is wanting um, But it's not technically a tag game uh, Mortal Kombat 1 has been um, revealed as being an assist-based fighter. 
similar to, I guess it was Marvel, not Marvel's Capcom 1, but X-Men vs. Street Fighter, was it? That yeah. had had only assist characters and like you had your main character and then just the assist? No, I think every C1 was that as well too. You had your main character and then then you had a, an assist character. An assist character? Okay. So every C2 yeah. is the one that you had the 3v3s. Okay, well either, either way. So that's really interesting because one we haven't had a a new game like that in a very long time they either been like full-on team fighters like dragon ball fighters or uh, mvc infinite or like skull girls uh but as far as just having assists that opens up a lot of doors how do you feel about mk1 being an assist based fighter i think that it allows the game to progress in a way that so many others kind of have. And and this and this is no disrespect to the formula of MK at all. Like obviously like MK has been MK for as many years as we've had it, you know what I mean? Going on 3 oh, yeah. decades starting off as a 2D rounding out around near the end of the mid uh, midway like uh like timeline as like that that 3D, you know, sidestepping abilities. You know, then kind of like rebooting, going back to the 2D style. Um, but like, I feel like this is like a like a, a like a fun new mechanic that kind of can change things up in a very big way. But it also can give you that ability to try to like test different things. Like obviously, like what characters blend with better? What characters? Like, do you want to go the more competitive route and find like the characters that you know you know? would kind of allow you to kind of get those like those uh those w's in like very easily or you know even just for people that are playing around like just being able to see like matchups and having like certain characters work together that you never thought would work together you know what i mean like it's i like the fact that it it's very much advertising the player has the power in this game you choose your path you choose what you want to use and who do you want to use with and Again, that, that to me that that's, that's exciting, because I haven't been excited for an MK game in a very, very, very long time. Like obviously, with the, you know, the the hype around Eleven, and then like the very underwhelming like feeling of like, wow, this was all cool when we first started, and then now look how fast it kind of fell off. I think this was this is what we want. This is like, cool. We've never had this before. How is this gonna play out? And that's a very good point and a very good question because we don't know what the extent of the assists are going to be. Do you just call them in and they do an attack that does whatever and then they leave? Or can you choose multiple attacks or or what does the relationship between your main character and the assist character affect anything at all? Mm -hmm. Since the trailer made a lot of mention of you could be friends or foes or whatever if you are playing as um sub-zero and i don't even want to put this in the air uh so i'll say if you're playing as sub-zero and you have frost as an assist um will the their antagonism towards one another affect any of the gameplay or as opposed to and um i hope this isn't the case but if you're playing as sub-zero and you put smoke as an assist where their friendship assuming this is quietly hanging of course Will their friendship affect their gameplay at all? Yeah. 
So I, 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 I'm excited to see what they do with the assists. And you're right. Like some, some people can be like, oh, I'm going to be competitive. I hate fucking. Um, I hate playing as um, Dairu, but he's his assist is really amazing. Um, I've always hated Dairu, but his his uh, assist is amazing. So I'm going to use his assist, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of that, regardless, because that's just the nature of competitive fighting games. Yeah, you I mean all it takes is like that one person <laughs> yeah. locking themselves in their bedroom for a weekend and being like, "Oh, I figured this out." That's all. That's all it takes. Um, but do you have any concerns about character, uh, character roster now? Now that assists are a thing, are you? Do you have any worries about certain characters not making it um, as so, playable characters? So obviously, we're gonna get like like the nature of the beast we're gonna get like obviously season passes with like different passes with different characters um i know we discussed this before but like the the one thing i want them to do is give us a good mix of characters but at the same time i i it's weird to say this but i actually hope the initial roster is not as huge like obviously like you know i don't want them to only put like you know, like going back to like the original MK, like only like what we had like maybe seven, eight characters. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like seven. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that low. But like obviously, like uh, with what we've seen so far, we have what we have: Fire God, Liu Kang. Obviously, he's going to be one. Scorpion, Sub Zero. So we're at like three already. Katana, Melina. That's what. That's you know. And then after that, we yeah, have Kung obviously Lao. Kung Lao, Raiden. And then Shang, and then all, I don't know if you saw, but they already confirmed basically Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, which is also another wrench in in things. Like, oh, we already have Johnny Cage. So yeah, where so, are we? Where are we in in the world in the time? Where are we in time right now? Where Johnny Cage already exists? I mean, as I think it would be, I think it would be interesting if it wasn't actually Cage. What if it's like? Because obviously, in the the last timeline, we they established that. The cages are like descendants of like God Slayers or something right, like Mesopotamian that. Mesopotamian God Slayers. So what if we what if we get like that the ancestral like the ancestral cage? Like what if name, it's named Johnny? I'm, I'm, listen, man, I don't know. I'm just okay. I'm throwing things out here. This we we have <laughs> nothing confirmed. I mean, if he's if he's called Johnny Cage, then maybe Johnny Cage is the name of they'll, the family. They'll, they'll spell it all funky. It'll be like J O apostrophe. <laughs> N I Y or something like that. <laughs> it's not Johnny Cage. It's, it's, it's Johnny Cage. Johnny. <laughs> but like obviously, like I I do want to see a mix. Like I have my favorites. I want to see return. Like I want I want Smoke to come back so bad. I want Smoke. I want Reptile. Please, of course, please. that's my big fear right now. Of Give course. us our scaly homie. And I Surprise. mean, and but the thing is that there's a chance he could be in here because obviously with this universe reboot and obviously right now we have no sign of Shao Kahn so we don't know if Shao Kahn will have will re-emerge right at least right now but you know that means that maybe reptiles realm is it, it was untouched and we'll, Ooh, we'll get him that would be actually very interesting if in this new era Liu Kang stopped the Saurians from being wiped out, or at least wiped off of Zatera, mm -hmm. because I mean, if they were still on Earth, then Earth would just be run by the Saurians and not humans. 
but um at least stops the terror from being wiped out which would mean not only will we have you know reptile you know size off you know the reptile we all know but we could also be reintroducing the chameleons again that's true or any new saurian that we don't know which i i just want a, a fucking saurian representative I, i'll main any of them if it's just just one it could be no no size off and just chameleon i wouldn't be a, a chameleon main even if it's the female chameleon i'll still be a chameleon main just because i want to main a saurian mm -hmm. but that's that's what's interesting and actually now i i don't know if you have this on your list of like things we want to talk about but because the the one thing that i noticed is they were very specific to show obviously edenia yes. which means that how is the format for the the mortal combat tournament going to be this time around like obviously it's supposed to be like it, it was originally obviously like you know almost like everyone against basically like shao khan's like forces but like is this now like a inter-realm realm versus realm tournament so like you said what if reptiles realm was never just wiped out what if they were never wiped out so what what are we going to get like a representative from his realm or oh for the tournament like, exactly like what how is this all going to play and how is it going to work because obviously we we have two realms that we've already had confirmed that we've seen but then there's the, again there's the wrench of shang Tsung. like he comes in and it looks like he's coming in from obviously a portal from some other realm what if shang Tsung is not from earth realm at all what if he's from another realm altogether like what if he is from nether realm or somewhere or, or, or chaos realm we don't know that was a very strange portal he came out of mostly black with like the red swirls if i'm remembering correctly i got the like, picture it, up right here and it's yes. always been like orange the, the 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 portals that they came out of you know what it kind of reminds me of it looks like it come it, it, it kind of looks like a volcanic like smoke like like the top of a volcano it's and there's, there's a lot of fire you can see within the details of the clouds a lot of orange and, and like deep, like bright orange but like deep reds and and black so you know like what if what what if he comes from another realm and that could kind of explain his his existence we really got our uh our tinfoil hats on here <laughs> right look at the color of the fucking portal that's just crazy he's gotta be coming from somewhere else now now correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't didn't he learn the art of soul stealing originally from Shao Kahn? Yeah, from Shao Kahn. So, which, oof, which I guess I mean Shao Kahn is he's got to be around then, right? He has and, to be. Unless he learned it from somewhere else, which is a possibility in a new era. That's true too. But, I mean, still, obviously we, we don't know. We don't we don't know where we are right now in this new era's timeline. I think uh. is <laughs> is where we is where we are in our confusions. Um, when, when, but here's another thing we have to take into account. When we think about the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer, where Dark Raiden was fighting Scorpion and he killed that Scorpion, and then we got um, past Scorpion coming in to kill Dark Raiden. Mm -hmm. I had jack shit to do with the story. Raiden and Scorpion never fought, I don't believe. And they definitely didn't fight. You know, to the death or anything like that. And he definitely didn't get tag teamed by both the Scorpion's pat, uh, 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 future and past self. Mm -hmm. So I think we may be reading too much into what the trailer's trying to say about the story 
because with the MK11 trailer, what they showed was the fatal blow. Was they showed Raiden's fatal blow and Scorpion's fatality, and the fact that we would be getting that we're going to have a timeline story, a time travel mm-hmm. story, by having past Scorpion, uh, yeah, past Scorpion show up after uh, present Scorpion was killed. Um, with this one, I feel like we should be looking at it the same way. What's it trying to say about the o- like the overarching uh, package of the game? We got the assist. We got the assist. The uh, quote-unquote cameo characters with a K. And um, we have Shang Tsung, who's back and just killing everyone. Yeah, right. Just fucking killed everyone, and the game is as brutal as ever. I didn't think it could get any more violent. Than um, Mortal Kombat 11 was, but goddamn. At least some of the fatalities also that they kind of showed off look more like not too over the top because I felt like MK11 went too far. I was like, <laughs> come on, bro. They, you got people playing with intestines and still murdering people when they're clearly dead already. It's like, all right, you split their head open. Stop. Well, Shang Tsung's got these cool little blade gauntlet things now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um,. Shoot, I don't quite remember what my my point was. I get what you're saying. You're saying, like, obviously, like yeah. we should still take the trailer. But what just, it is with kind of a grain of salt. Right, because it has nothing to do with the story. The trailer, I don't remember if the original, like, no, I, I don't think it really did. Or maybe it did at the very end. Uh, where they, yeah, I think it did show off Kronika at the very end. Or that was a different trailer. That showed off Chronica. That's true anyway, too. Anyway, we didn't get any aspect of what the story um, is going to be about whatsoever. We didn't know where we are in the timeline. We didn't know what characters would be the main characters or anything like that. Who even the main villain was aside from? Damn, I really don't remember if Chronica showed up in that very, very first MK11 trailer. No, I don't think. I don't think she did. did. I don't think she did. So we didn't even know who the main villain was. So for all we know, this trailer is just like, listen, we're in the new era. All these characters are going to be paired up because it's an assist fighter. And Shang Tsung and Liu Kang are still at it. And I feel like those are really the only three points we can truly take out of this. Everything else is like fan service or just showing off certain settings like Adenio, which looks great. You know what I'm saying? And to show that things are going to be different this time around. But the specifics of it, I believe, um, were way too early to tell, and they've kept it intentionally vague. No, I can hear you on that one. I mean, to be fair, like, obviously, like, you know, MK10 also had that same trailer where it was kind of like it was Scorpion versus Sub-Zero in the, in the woods. And obviously, like, you know, it ends with, you know, you know, Sub-Zero getting gutted by Scorpion. Right, like always. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm like, I'm like, yo, what is with y'all? I get it. You guys have, like, this weird, like, boner for fucking Scorpion, but, like, come on! Leave Sub-Zero alone. Leave Sub-Zero alone. And in that trailer, they showed off a lot of the environmental interactions, mm-hmm. which was a big part, which was, like, the big push for MKX was, oh, now you got all these environments, kind of like how Injustice had. Yep. So, 
but we couldn't really look into you know if we started to look at the mkx trailer literally we'll be like oh this is this story is going to be about the war between sub-zero and scorpion i mean they could also be that maybe there's those trailers were more or less just to kind of get people hyped about watching two characters fight so, so it kind of revealed the game i mean we again like we said at this point everything's just a theory we don't know we, we could also be so wrong and they're like no this this trailer is literally showing stuff that's very story based like it's this stuff is going to be a thing like we that's could be also true on the other side <laughs> this is like, um the first trailer where characters weren't actually fighting each other though like shang mm-hmm. came in and he just like killed everyone no one fought no one was able to fight back aside from fucking Liu kang but there's no actual like quote-unquote fight Liu kang one shot at him and then killed him and then yeah, after shang Tsung came in and just killed everyone in- instantly Curve stomp, my boy, Sub Zero. <laughs> oh like the mother of all curve stomps. I was like, "Golly, come on, can y'all stop killing Sub Zero?" trailer. I was surprised they did Katana the way they did her. Oh with yeah, the with fucking, the eyes. Like, eyes. I was like, "Oh, Katana like that?" Because on her trailer, they treated her like she was some type of like, like she was like the royal royalty in like the MK11 trailer. She had like her own little like cool little thing for that one yep and then here we're introduced her in the trailer and she gets her eyes gotched out immediately <laughs> i'm like damn y'all pulling no punches this time around everyone gets it and i guess that's just to kind of remind everybody that maybe you know hey don't forget <laughs> this is still mortal combat <laughs> still mortal combat and and the crazy part is like i kind of almost forgot when people just started dying i was like god damn i was like and then i had to be like oh yeah this is fucking mortal combat isn't it <laughs> this is like the long because because straight up this is the longest i haven't consumed mortal kombat like yeah. i watched like even when i was done playing mortal kombat x i still watch hello mkx tournaments so it's just like and then but with mk11 as soon as like i like was bored of mk11 like pretty fast faster than any other mk game i didn't even like even the tournaments were boring to me so i didn't even watch tournaments so i haven't consumed mortal kombat in years at this point since 2019 is when it mm-hmm. started april 23rd 2019 so so that was like so it's been a long time since i've consumed any mortal Kombat. so seeing it like seeing it back seeing this trailer and seeing the vines i was like god damn god damn mm-hmm. i liked it though um dude i loved it i loved everything i liked it though that's it was no that was that was that was a good ass trailer um but to talk more about Mortal Kombat 1 as as a package, uh, they announced, of course, let me just get this out of the way because this is like the biggest duh uh, nowadays. Um, rollback netcode, of course. Um, we don't have to dwell on that because that's an of course, everyone should be doing rollback. It's not an announcement anymore. It's good, whatever. I think fighting games don't even have to tell us it's rollback anymore. Um, I want to talk about the combat pack. They announced that there would be a combat pack that had six characters, playable characters, and five cameo characters, which is the assists. Mm-hmm. Um, for so for this first pack, um, it's at this point it's impossible to say who it is because we don't even know who what the full starting roster is. Um, so it, it, it wouldn't really make sense to ask who you hope is in the combat pack because we don't even know what the roster's going to look like. But I want to ask you, 
Um, the well, let me start off by saying this: the first combat pack in Mortal Kombat 11, half of it was guest characters. Are you hoping for something similar here, or are you hoping for more guest characters, less guest characters, or what? Less guest characters. Less guest characters. Now, I, I it's just because I wanted to make sense. If that makes sense, like I wanted to make sense for the characters to be that that they're gonna be in here are gonna be in here, you know? Yeah, um, I feel you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was heavy against the guest characters that they had in in the in the last one, like the the, the weird '80s combat movie stars and stuff. Like, I didn't care about RoboCop. I didn't care about Rambo. <laughs> I didn't care about the Terminator. Like, to me, like, when they had, like, like, uh, I guess we'll go back to, like, nine. Kratos. Completely makes sense. Bloody God th that murders other gods. Like, makes sense. It was fun, too. Freddy. Very weird choice to throw in, but at the same time, not really out of the realm of possibility. Like, 100% belongs within that universe. You know? Interdimensional character, obviously. So, like, you know... Still fits the supernatural thing. Then we go to... To X. All the all of, all of them made sense. They were all serial killers, murderers, monsters, and... Like, all of it made sense. You know? I, I don't think there was a stretch of, like, Molina fighting fucking Predator. Or... Alien versus, like, obviously, like, you know, Scorpion or something like that. Like, all that made sense. It seemed fine to me. Because they were fun. And they were the characters that looked like they matched with those characters. But, like, the the, the last one, I was just like, ugh. Like, I got Joker, because Joker, obviously, you know, with the Injustice thing, Justice had Sub-Zero and Raiden, so let's, let's throw Joker in here. And then we had Spawn, which, I, I mean, I loved Spawn being the last one. That, that made absolute sense and i love the fact that there's so many connections between him and the injustice world like his lines with um raiden when he was like i've met he's like he's like you remind me of another dark knight and he was like the billionaire uh playboy he's a friend and i was like oh i like that but this time around i just want them to make sure there are characters that make sense but also don't shaft us on characters we want it took for ever to get Melina back in into 11 and it just it didn't make any sense for her to have been absent for as long as she was um again fan favorites give us back give us air mac back give us smoke give us reptile like the, the characters that clearly were like they're they're the common face characters in mk you know if you guys gonna throw some new characters in cool that's fine just don't <laughs> listen to the fans please just once please just once please ed, ed, ed i know you're listening to us this might be a bit controversial um uh-oh uh -oh. um but i think all ninjas are required to be playable in mortal kombat games i'm not i'm not against that i'm with it i'm with it i think all the ninjas you know that we've grown up with it's kind of like um the kind of like the main character the main like you know the core characters of say street fighter who are the definites in street fighter we have you know ryu ken chun li guile cammy you know the original world warriors always should always be in there unless you're doing something completely 
you know, ass backwards, which this isn't. Um, so I just feel like having some ninjas absent for so long isn't I don't want to say isn't right because that's like extreme but it doesn't feel good because Mortal Kombat for a while was defined by his ninja characters that's true. I know they want to flush him out but they ended up fleshing a whole bunch of them out and then like and then dropped them in MK11 when we had almost all of them for the most part in Mortal Kombat X I think the only one that didn't make it as a ninja was Smoke but he came back as Triborg we even got Tremor who was a new ninja Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm saying is, how did Rain make it in an eleven and Reptile oh, yeah. was no left out? And Air Mac. Rain, Rain wasn't an X. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so, so they really cut out Smoke and Ermac and Reptile from Mortal Kombat Eleven, but we got Rain back again as DLC, again for the second time in that uh, in this past. I guess it's like a past trilogy now. In another realm trilogy, it just it just didn't feel good not seeing all the ninjas there, but we had um, all these fucking guest characters like Terminator and RoboCop and um, and Rambo. So I feel you. Give make sure we get all these good characters and then do whatever you want with your guest characters after after that. Yep. I think that's the only reason why I felt like the guest characters were just so underwhelming because we were missing so many characters that we really wanted back in the game and we just we just didn't get them. It definitely felt like a WB move to me having all these guest characters. Well, I mean, I, I think like for I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I guess like it kind of makes sense only because of the fact is maybe maybe some of those series were celebrating like anniversaries and stuff like that around like the that time. I don't know. I mean. Obviously, we're going back to like these '80s characters, and you know, we're going into twenty. We were going into twenty twenty at the time, so like it make it makes sense maybe for like anniversary sake. I could see, but, I could see that, but it's like that's that's the thing that I don't like though. It's like so from marketing standpoint, you're gonna give us characters just because it's their anniversaries, but you're not gonna give us characters of care like of people we want to play as that we we've been missing for so long. Yeah, it's very like anti, anti fan, right? Like, mm-hmm. like who are you trying to appease with these characters? It can't be your fans. Like your fans definitely don't give a shit about Rambo and RoboCop. Maybe Terminator. Like long, like long, term, Mortal Kombat players might appreciate RoboCop. I'm mean, not RoboCop. Um, Terminator because Midway made a Terminator game way back in the day. So maybe, but Robocop and Rambo, come on. Who's that for? Who's that for? Really? Not us. Yeah, really. Um, but anyway, uh, so how do you feel about them also having the cameo characters as DLC as well? I, I guess like it really doesn't really bother me. I mean, obviously because we're going into like this, the way they, um, the way things are moving forward, obviously, like, things are going to change. Things are going to have new things. So I guess, like, I, I really don't have a, a judgment on it until we see something. And obviously, we're probably not going to see anything. So this game's dropping, what, in, like, September? If I'm 
August, September? I'm trying to think. Uh, September 19th. September. Okay. So we're like, what? About four months away, you know, from the release. And my assumption is that we're probably, we're probably going to get like another reveal, maybe in like another month of like maybe a little bit more stuff. So I guess like around then we could always circle back to that question. I mean, I really don't have an opinion yet. I mean, the only real crazy other, I mean, not crazy, but like only other thing they announced was obviously the, the edition. So they obviously announced like the, the standard edition and then the, what was it? The ultimate edition. And then there's the collector's edition, which <laughs> unfortunately is where I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. I mean, that, I'm a, that I'm, a su- I'm, I'm a sucker for statues. That Luke Kang statue is sick as hell. It is. It is. And I still have, I still have my, I bought the collector's edition of nine. So I have the scorpion and sub-zero like bookends. And I think the only one I missed out of the original, uh, out of the, the, the trilogy we just had passed, I think it was 10. I didn't get, I didn't get the 10 one. Um, I did get the 11 one. And, uh, like, yeah, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. I'm, I'm a sucker for it. I can't help it. Ah, uh, don't, don't help it, man. Do what your heart wants to do. Damn you, Netherrealm. <laughs> Damn you, Netherrealm and your cool collector's editions. Um, it, it, speaking of cool things, I think it's mad cool that they are going to have a Jean-Claude Van Damme skin for Johnny Cage. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I think that's hella sick. And for the uh, for the listeners who might not know why that's sick, since we just shit on all of these um action heroes about five minutes ago, uh, the reason why it's so sick that Jean Claude Van Damme is going to be a skin for Johnny Cage is because the original Mortal Kombat was initially supposed to be a, a Bloodsport video game, I believe, yeah. featuring yeah, featuring um. Jean-Claude Van Damme as the main character as Johnny Cage. That's why Johnny Cage looked so much like him in the first game before being like revamped into who he was into who he is now. So having a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme skin for Johnny Cage it's just like it's, it's, it's mad fucking cool. It's mad tight. That's true. That's true fan service right there. They want the it, that's like the equivalent of getting um uh the Shang Tsung actor to come back from K-11. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. There's a part of me that's kind of sad that we're not gonna see that skin probably again, or just hear him voice him again. Like he he did <laughs> such a fantastic job. Well, maybe he will come back. Maybe he'll voice uh this new Shang Tsung. He didn't speak at all, right? We don't know. No, no one spoke except the uh, Fire God Liu Kang. That was the only thing. Like he has like a line, but it's like one line. That's it. So it's it's very possible. I mean, he's very young. So this is a very young Shang Tsung. So that's who knows. I don't know. Who knows? We could. Um, also, I kind of find it funny that we're getting that skin because I started laughing about it when I saw that. Because I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I get it that he was that the original MK was supposed to be like a like a bloodsport game." But I'm like, you know what's even funnier? <laughs> John Claude Van Damme played Guile. He wasn't Street Fighter. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It's a rival <laughs> game. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't think about that. That is hilarious. Damn. <laughs> the irony of the situation right there. <laughs> Um, also, Mortal Kombat 1 is next-gen exclusive, which I'm for 100%. We have been, well, I guess not next-gen, we're in current-gen. 
PS5, Xbox One, PC, and uh, the Switch. Um, I don't think I've ever played them. So I couldn't imagine a game of such high fidelity running well on the Switch, but that's neither here nor there. I'm probably happy. Probably can play but well on the OLED, if anything. Not probably on the base model, though. The base model, yeah, I imagine so. I'm happy games are starting to just be current gen. PS4 has been out the door for about two, three years now. Mm-hmm. So we, it's time to move on. We cannot keep releasing PS4, PS5 games. Because PS5 isn't hard to get anymore. It's not like how it was when it first came out. Now you can just go buy a PS5. Mm-hmm. So PS4, I love the PS4. PS4 has served me very well, but it's time to rest. And PS5 has been here for a while. And oh, these companies need to just be like, listen, either level up or don't or don't you know so it's just like let's move on we got to move on now so they don't have to change anything about their games to make sure it can run on old tech no i i i'm all about it i mean i've always said that when it comes to the next gen games or like when any next gen system gets released it should be about at the max like like two years two years for companies to still like create those things crossovers and stuff and and you know what to the benefit of most of them they still gave us like if you bought the base game for like a ps4 or an xbox one you got like the next gen upgrade if you played it on a next gen system so when you got the xbox whatever what is it the not the one x what is it called now series xbox one x. x yeah series x i'm sorry series, series x, x. So, I'm sorry, Xbox, you're terrible at naming your system. Yeah, their now. name is they're chaotic. It's stupid. But yeah, this if you got the Series X, you if you bought the the one that for, you bought the game for the Xbox One, and then you upgrade your system to the Series X, you don't have to rebuy the game. You just got the upgrade, which is good because it's like buying the game on both systems. Um, the only thing that I said that I didn't like was the fact is that for years, like they didn't reward next gen uh, buyers. Like, it wasn't like they got, like, an extra incentive or anything. Like, they just basically got the PS5 version of the game. Like, when I bought Spider- when I bought Miles Morales, there was no difference between Miles Morales and then putting it on the, the PS5 version. When I plugged it up, it was like, oh, you have you have Miles Morales on PS4? Cool, here's the PS5 version. And it's like, cool, I get all the benefits of the 5 version, but I didn't have to buy it. It's dumb. But I think that it's been two years, going maybe a little more than that at this point. Um, and... We are we are living in a time where those next gen consoles are available. I think these it's time to take advantage of the hardware. You know, the whole point of the five and the the Series X is supposed to be. I mean, if they won't fully combat the PC, like you know, system itself. I mean, obviously, PCs can be upgraded at any point in time and just continue to keep get, keep getting upgraded. But it's supposed to combat like that ability of like frame rates and ray tracing and all those advantages you get with a PC version versus that console version. So, and obviously I feel like they hold back when it comes to putting these games and giving them like the max amount of stuff. And it's good, like, you know, especially for a fighting game, dude, like you want these graphics to be gorgeous and by, by, by golly these are gorgeous yeah they look great oh my gosh it's it looks amazing i can Even only the, imagine what it's gonna look like in game like the blood the blood in the trailer looked like insane like it's such a weird detail but it's right, not it like it was chunky 
Yeah, like, uh, oh, I, I hated the way that was done. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> you know when you say certain words with other words, you like, when you say it with, like, the context of it, you're kind of like, before, it's like, oh, yeah, this peanut butter's chunky. All right, it's cool. Oh, that blood is chunky. I'm like, <laughs> but back to the point, like, it was. Like, even looking at the stills, like, I have the stills up right now on my, on my PC. And it, they just looked so good. The detail, the 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 way the 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 lighting is the like the I can see the sweat off of like Sub Zero's forehead and the, just the way he like stares down Scorpion, the you know the shine in Katana's hair, the gleaming of the light off of Molina's mask. Like this is this is gonna make that look even better, and this is gonna get me more excited to play that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm um. I just want to see gameplay and i want to see it in action i want to see it with my eyes man like on my I screen i want to be playing this game already you know i don't even like, know how it plays when's the um the demo when's that supposed to um, in, yeah when's in august in so august. a month before the game drops oh come on you know, to us got... before that oh they're not going to do that street fighter is about to dominate all of summer really it is like give us give us like a give us like an early access like Maybe maybe next month. Give us a June. Well, Come it's on, August. They're gonna change uh, it. Gonna, watch, watch they change it. They're gonna be like, by the way, we changed it. It's it's in June. Surprise. Thank um, bottom see. of the pit podcast. Right. <laughs> we've been listening and we've uh we've decided that we're doing it right now. We're dropping it right now. Dude, honestly, I, there was a part of me that kind of was hoping after the trailer dropped that we were gonna get that because that's what they did for Street Fighter just now. They were just like, oh, by the way, uh, the beta is live. Go get it. And we're like, wait, what? Uh, let's go. I hopped on my PlayStation, downloaded that so fast. Um, I don't have many more notes since it was just a trailer. Um, but I do want to bring up something that I saw that actually was important to me. And that was to play this game offline you do not need an online connection you do not need internet to play this game online at all which is that you don't need an internet connection to play this guy this game offline at all which is not something i thought i would have to celebrate since 99.9 percent of fighting games allow this but mk11 did not and that was fucking annoying. Yep. Um, because not everyone has good internet. Not everyone has internet. Not everyone can afford that shit. Um, and if you bring it to a convention, say, and you don't have internet on your PlayStation, you cannot play the game. Um, you can sit there and stare at the cool main menu screen or whatever. Yep. Um, fuck that. That was such but, an annoyance. But this is this is good. You don't need internet to play offline. Um, I'm not giving them points for that. As much as I love NetherRealm and Mortal Kombat, <laughs> they're not getting any points from me for that. But it is important that that this is how it's going to be. I can just boot it up and just play Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat 9 dropped, and then PlayStation Network was immediately hacked soon afterwards, so you couldn't even log in. The PlayStation Network, and you were still able 
to do everything on Mortal Kombat 9 aside from Fight Online. If that had happened with Mortal Kombat 11, the game would just be a brick. It, it, it would absolutely just destroy. And I, I mean destroy this game's release to me because obviously we've, we've held tournaments in the past and one of the biggest gripes is uh it, it is something like that happening like you know even like a game that you can they like oh yeah this is a game you totally could if you wanted to play not online you could but guess what you still have to have an internet connection just to play it it doesn't make any sense especially when we run into situations like what if there's a what, what if what if there's like a, an outage and you can't get on the internet guess what you ain't playing your game you're not playing the game and that's that's crazy that's just crazy yeah, like it's it's dumb and it, like it kind of ruins like even like like I've always had this idea that fighting games in general are hangout games to play. You know, obviously within our circle of group, you know, we've seen we you know we've we've had those those fight nights and stuff like that with with Tekken and Street Fighter and Smash Brothers and Fighters and and obviously MK. But it's like you know one of the other issues that we always had was like just the over amount of stuff that you need to do to like customize your character in mk you know with 11 11 like everyone's styles were different so it was like if you're certain certain people didn't unlock a certain thing then guess what you're not playing that you're not doing that style so thankfully though like obviously that this is going to be different um it's it's like you said it's a weird victory to celebrate it shouldn't be a victory it should just be like yeah you can definitely play this game offline it should be a no-brainer, right? Like, it's like, just... You should be able to play your fighting game offline. Listen, we live in a weird world right now, so it's, <laughs> it's hard to say. We really do. This is not a... It's not like a MMO or like a Battle Royale or anything like that. It's a fighting game. 1v1 most of the time. I guess it'll be 2v2 with an assist for this game, but... Still, it's... It shouldn't be like, oh, you can play offline without internet connection. It's like, yeah, duh. What next time? Next thing you're going to tell me is that this game's got rollback netcode? Duh. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, it's such a like a dumb victory, but you know what? Like, just we'll take it, I guess. Go ahead. Well, cool. Thanks. <laughs> we'll appreciate um, it while we can. <laughs> and uh, just to cap it off, uh, if you pre-order Mortal Kombat One, Shang Tsung is your pre-order bonus, as opposed to being DLC One, which I like a lot. Um, and you also get access to the beta. And I believe you get access to the game, um, like five days early or something like that. So, uh, there you go. You get some incentives to pre-order the game. And, um, that's it. That's it. Nothing, nothing more that we have as far as pre-orders go. You already broke down all the, like, the additions, the premium, the regular, the collectors, all that stuff. Um, so, so I got a question. I got a question for you. Okay. All right. So, so we're going, we're going to switch this. I'm putting you in the hot seat. Oh, oh, damn. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. I want, I want two things, two things that you, you kind of like, I, I, these, these may not be in the game, but like two things that you, you really want to see in the game. And I want two things you absolutely, whether it be a character or like a, like a, like a game mode, two things you absolutely don't want them to bring back oh shit is 
for 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 the things I want to see are characters off. off no, the you table. can do characters. You can do characters. Oh, okay. Just um, two so, big things that's got that's got you just like yes, I need these hundred percent. I need these. Okay, I dig it. Um, so first, uh, to state the obvious, I need reptile. Need reptile at this point. Like I don't want reptile. I need reptile in my life, or I will die. Um, I guess that would be number one. I need. I just need. Um, I, I, I let me scratch that. I want a Zatarin of some kind. I'm happy to play as the main chameleon, like I said earlier. Um, I per, I would love reptile, of course, but just getting a Saurian representative, I would be happy with. Okay. Um, and then second, that's hard. Of of what I really want. Um, I guess not hard, but. Hmm. I. I think I want. Damn. <laughs> ah, it's got you. It's got you thinking, uh, huh? It's hard. I I think I want. I think I want a gear customization system. I think I want that. No stats or anything or moves. Just, I think I would like to customize the way my character looks. Okay, okay. I'm, I like that a lot. I like that yeah. one a lot. I think I, I think I want that. Would I put that, like, on top? If it's not in the game, I'd be okay, so maybe it's not a good answer. No, it's okay. It's. A, I think it's a good answer. I think you, you got something there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't want to have a unique look for their characters. I I would want that. I would want to be able to customize the way my characters look. I don't need to change their moveset or anything like that. I want a fully flesh character, but I would want a you know to be able to customize the way they look. And as far as things I don't want, I don't know why that's. I'm having trouble with that as well. That should be like a no-brainer, right? I I don't want. I don't want Fatal Blows to come back. No, scratch that. Scratch that. I feel like they can rework Fatal Blows. I don't want Breakaway to come back. What's up, Gary? I don't want Breakaways to come back ever again in my in my whole life. And... Hmm... Hmm. Well, do I absolutely not want? If you want, I can give you mine. While you're okay. Still, yeah. You're yeah. Yeah. Let, let me hear yours. Let me hear yours. Okay. So, number one, I, I'm gonna make mine's a character just to match yours. I want okay. smoke back. I loved smoke so much, especially in MK9. He he. I, I I never thought I'd end up maining smoke, in like a thousand years and i ended up meeting him hard in in nine he was such a fun character i loved his backstory i loved his character just everything about him was cool so i was like i i, I want especially i want ninja smoke i want i want Linquay ninja smoke not a cyberized version please give me back my man <laughs> or if you end up giving me cyber version fine give me a skin to put him to look back to the old one i'm fine with that. <laughs> i loved it so give me that that's number one uh, number two, and this is something I've been thinking about for a while. I've been paying attention to what Ed Boon has been saying on his Twitter a lot for like the last year. And this man keeps asking questions about a Shaolin Monks game or a Shaolin Monk mode. 
give us a Shaolin Monk style version of the game. Like, yeah, give, it, like I don't even care if it's not part of the main game. Like, a Tekken did something similar where, like, they, I think it was like a Tekken 3, we had like a, like a side-scrolling uh, Streets of Rage style mini game mode. I think it would be fun to have like a little, like a random game mode where it was like a Shaolin Monk style. You know, I, I would be okay with it. I think that it would be fantastic. Even if we don't get like a Shaolin Monks 2, then give us a game mode that might be kind of similar to it. We could have like a, I mean, this is next gen. So you could do a lot with that. So we could have the story mode. We could have the Shaolin Monk style mode, which it would be cool to even see because it could give us like a, like a backstory of like Fire God Liu Kang leading Raiden and uh, Kung Lao. So I, I think that would be amazing. Yeah, and the emphasis on teamwork can make it a good co-op experience. Beautiful. Just wrapped up with a bow, ready for Christmas. Um, it's perfect. Ready for Christmas. Two things I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Don't you bring anything about Chronica or time travel or mm, anything yeah, into yeah. this fucking game. No we doubt. are in a new era. If you want to reference things, fine. That is okay. But I swear to God. If I hear Kronika's voice pop up on that game somewhere, I'm throwing it out the window to the great beyond. I'm like, no, you guys, to the old era, to this time travel bullshit. I'm over it. <laughs> that is that is number one. Don't do. Um. Uh, number two is, and and this one's gonna be a silly one. Um. Don't make too many clone characters. Um, I just it's it's unfortunate that obviously like there's there's obviously characters like like take a Street Fighter. At least with Street Fighter, when we had clone characters back in the day, they get reworked into like their own original like versions of themselves. Yeah. So like obviously when we played like Ryu and Ken, Ryu and Ken clearly have the same exact move set, but they eventually like kind of change things up where Ken focused more on like his kicks were a lot more deadly than Ryu's. And he was more combo based with some of his strikes versus Ryu was like heavy hitter, you know, his punches and his Shoryuken was like a one strike versus Ken was like two to three strikes if you hit like a like a high punch Shoryuken. So, you know, like those characters, like if don't make a character that if we're going to get like a frost like in this game, which I, I don't know, that's that's a kind of a stretch, especially. But like if you give us a frost, make her slightly different than obviously Sub-Zero. This is obviously still very early on, so we don't know. Or, like, if you're going to give us, like, another Shirai Ryu character, make sure that they play differently other than Scorpion. Don't give us clones. We, at this point, want our our original, either some of our original characters at back. Or if you're going to introduce new characters, which still would work well, make sure they are not just clones of, like, another character. I, I don't want clones. I, I don't know what it is. I just have this real big thing against clone characters. And it really, really drives me nuts. When a character's like move set is like almost like eighty five percent what another character is, but they're like, oh, but there's like a slight damage ratio difference. No, 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 don't do that. Uh, if, I feel if, that. If eighty five percent of that character is another version of that character, fucking put a skin on it, put it as a skin, put a different voice line thing in there because they obviously can do that. We did that in eleven when they brought back the um the freaking uh actors that were in the live action Mortal Kombat to take over the characters as skins and voices for the characters in 11 because I'm not going to lie to you I, I I was very very excited to hear the 
Sonya Blade live action over Ronda Rousey Blade. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was everyone's, oh, uh, everyone's <laughs> like, thank you. We, we know why you did this. <laughs> like, it was such a weird one, but, like, I was like, thank you. But that, that's just my thing. I, I don't like clone characters in any aspect in any game. So, no clone characters. Don't you dare reference Kronika in any way possible. Or, like, if, 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 if I see this bitch on my screen, I'm done. I quit. I quit. No more Konica, no more clone. Because we're way past the necessity for clone characters, for one. Exactly. Like, I understood it way back in the day when things were very limited. But now, like, we don't need that shit. Yeah, like, like obviously, Street Fighter has a lot of Shotokai characters. But at least every single one of them, especially nowadays, play differently. And they had their like own some, identity. Yeah, like, that's... that's that's the thing and like obviously like you know when we had like the mk back in the day yeah certain characters played closely and like, maybe like the ninjas were like maybe one move differences but i mean again like that's back then now we are come so far to where we don't need to make a character that literally has almost the same exact move set as another character so that's that's just my last gripe that's all oh i'm with you there i'm with you i totally agree good points um, I figured out my last one. This may also be controversial. Uh-oh. Um, I don't want the Special Forces to be a focus in this story. I'm clapping this one. I'm clapping this one, ladies and gentlemen. I am all about that. Seeing what we're seeing right now, if this ended up being another Special Forces story, I would be highly disappointed. I hate the Special Forces. I, I went in this already. I just don't want... <laughs> special forces to um there's way too much um interesting uh there's way too many interesting things going on um from what we've seen just from this trailer for me to give a shit about what the army is doing i don't care about what the army is doing i don't want to see no pew 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 guns i want to see i want to see fire and ice and lightning and swords and shit i don't want pew pew rockets guns oh hello i'm fucking sonya blade and i have this fucking little drone here look at me it's crawling on the ground like a spider i'm here i'm cassie i got also a drone but it flies like no i'm i'm done i'm done with that shit ladies and gentlemen i think i opened the door <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sick of the special forces i was actually a little disappointed to see johnny cage's name not that i dislike johnny cage um but that johnny cage is pretty much special forces and i don't want to see special forces but now i know i'm going to see special forces and i'm sad is it weird to say that I was happy that he wasn't in the trailer? Like, I didn't want to I, see Johnny Cage in the trailer. I, I was happy that he wasn't there. Like, I mean, obviously I know that Cage is a mainstay character and obviously in any MK game, but I was like, oh, oh yeah, Cage is going to be here too. Cool. <laughs> that that just, was all I really got. It's just annoying because every trailer is like, here's what the White Lotus is doing right now. Here's what, here's, oh, the, uh, the Shi'ar Ryu and the the Link Huey are fighting. Here we go with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. You had the MK11 trailer where Raiden and Scorpion were fighting. And then the story just be becomes, it's just a Special Forces story. MKX and MK11. It's just, here's what the Special Forces are doing. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. That's not what, that's not what I want to see. I want to see magic and, and people dying and shit. I, I agree with you heavily. I feel like that, I hate saying it this way because this may sound controversial, but I think that's more of like an American thing. Like, they wanted to obviously appease the, the, you know, the American players more. So, like, I guess maybe kind of, like, centering it around the Special Forces in some way was, like, supposedly going to make us love the game more. But it didn't. Because, 
The special forces were barely like even like a thing in the the midway timelines. So they weren't you know, as, they weren't the focus of the story in the midway timeline. Like I, I'm not saying just, no they were special there. forces. They were there. Having their role is important for sure. Um, but having them be Mortal Kombat, it doesn't feel right to me, because no, Mortal Kombat is defined by its magic and mysticism and of course violence but theme wise about magic and like you said earlier fate and 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 like rivalries like ancient rivalries and things like that so i don't care about modern weaponry having a character or two that's using modern weaponry that's cool you know that works that works for me in a game of of magic and swords and stuff i'm cool with that but it can't be your main character because that's not can't be, you know, but I don't like it personally when they're like the main characters because they're the least interesting part of the whole world. And that's what we have to follow. Like, I don't I don't think that's necessary. I think we should have always been following the White Lotus, to be honest, because those are like the real protagonists. Liu Kang, Kun Lao, Raiden. Mm-hmm. We should have been fleshed out Kai in them. Oh come on, man! You weren't ex- you, you're not you're not looking forward to maybe Striker making a return back. <laughs> I see. I'm I'm one of the few that I never really hated Striker all that much, um, because he rolled up with the Roscoe <laughs> in a Mortal Kombat game. Even even Jax and Sonya didn't roll up with guns. Sonya had her about, ring shot. Jax's arms hit those. Were yeah, guns. yeah, those were the guns. Those were the guns. <laughs> but Striker was like a beat cop, and he rolled up with a pistol. Just the pistol. He didn't even have a machine gun. He had, like, some grenades. And that was it. And that's what he rolled up in. That's kind of cool. Yo, Striker's Mortal Kombat 9 line. <laughs> like, police brutality. Oh, up. That did not age well. Perhaps the, the line, the most <laughs> milked aged line in all of video game history police brutality is coming up like i mean he was right but not in the way he wanted to be all right um yeah yeah that that was me that's that's definitely probably my most passionate point out of all four points i made okay so to circle back to what we were talking about in the beginning real quick um a couple theories i had with certain characters um so one theory i have that might explain Melina being here. What if she was created by Sindel to basically be a body double for Katana? Because you know that how in royalty they always usually sometimes have like, like when they, especially when they're traveling, they may have like a body double to like uh. suit and protect obviously the royal, the, the royal bloodline. And obviously it's it's not something that's like a far stretch. Like maybe in this timeline, it because it kind of would make sense a little bit of why she's there. Maybe she's there to just be like a double for Katana, and maybe eventually she kind of grows to kind of feel like she deserves more than Katana. You know what I mean? She's like, well, I'm the one that maybe ends up getting like the shit end of the stick most of the time because I have to fight for you and I have to pretend to be you to kill like certain people. You know what I mean? So, what I if like, because obviously like Adena is a very like magical place, so it kind of would make sense a little bit. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, we don't know if maybe the Takartans probably 
could exist somewhere here or maybe there was a deal struck to use her like you know thing or maybe a they found a Takatan and was like, man, you know what would be great? If we created a body double of the Katana to go with her, but it's actually not Katana and it's actually this vicious person. So if she ever gets kidnapped, they're like, oh yeah, you definitely kidnapped the wrong person. So that, that's, that's, that's kind of... And, and that would explain... That could explain why Melina has her purple scheme, scheme as opposed to, you know, adopting Katana's blue. Because Tarkatans don't deal in the color purple and neither does Shang Tsung deal in the color purple but Melina came out fucking with the color purple who else fucks with the color purple Sindel fucks with the color purple yeah so there's always a that, that's kind of something I thought about and I was like you know what what if that would explain it like what if she like she clearly has like a similar backstory but instead because obviously Shao Kahn is obviously absent here we don't know where we don't know anything about if he may even exist in this world right as far um, as we know at least or yeah as far as we know so we don't know but like it would make sense because maybe like that's just what it is like adenia now like obviously like katana has grown up all fully in adenia she has her mom and her dad still and you know sindel's not evil hopefully 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 you know? yeah because i absolutely fucking hate it that they like retconned all of that within the within the course of one goddamn game like just why but um, cause they're like, oh yeah, no, she was actually evil the whole time. <laughs> like she actually killed Katana's, uh, father for Shao Kahn. Like what? Yeah. That, that shit was lame. I, I fully believe that is going to be retconned again. I don't think that's going to be the case this time around. I hope not. I hope they, they keep it, they keep it where she's like, uh, like I liked it when she was a benevolent ruler, but I guess that, like I said, that would just make sense to me. Cause it was also strange. The fact that like, she was obviously playing with her mask and making sure she's covered up. And obviously Katana's covered up, so her face is covered too, so you can't really tell. If you look at them, obviously, again, you can't tell who's who. So Not with the mask. Oh, no, they have the same exact face, aside from, you know, the obvious. When it comes the from the eyes. Yeah, so, I mean, and obviously you have to be up close for that. So, it would kind of make sense to me. Yeah, um, I mean, that's not a bad theory at all. I could see that, something like I, that being being the case. I just, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I've been like, I, like I said, I've been trying my hardest to also figure out is this Hanzo Asashi and is this is this <laughs> is this Bihan is this Kwai Liang because like it was just like that moment where they were staring each other down like I'm like are these like the like I said like we we still don't know a timeline of where we are we don't know how early on we are like I also looked at the picture of Kong Lao he does not have the razor blade on his head he actually has a uh it's like a not a ribbon like a roped hat Oh, so okay. Has, yeah, yeah. Like a farmer hat. Yeah, and it's it's very and Raiden's hat actually looks very much like Raiden's hat from like obviously the regular games. You can't so, change Raiden's hat. Not at all. So like obviously we got our two monks that are gonna be a side of Lukang. That's why I'm saying if you do a Shaolin monks mode, it would not be a bad thing. You <laughs> not can a do bad this. idea at all. But I'm I'm curious also how Kung Lao is gonna fight. You know, obviously, you know without like the bladed hat is is there some other like different way he's gonna battle that's implying that this is our kung lao this could still be the great kung lao well that's what i mean like i'm wondering if it's gonna be i i, st I believe it's the great kung lao and it would make sense and i would love to see how he like how he threw down yeah i'm excited to see that so i think that'd be cool it's also interesting because his um his chat on his chest there is no white lotus on his uniform it is a dragon 
So obviously representative of obviously Fire God Liu Kang. So that's interesting too. And I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you, I keep zooming in trying to figure out if I can see <laughs> the the pictures of like Scorpion and Sub Zero. Like obviously on Sub Zero, you can see the the Lin Kuei symbol as plain as day on There's... his arm piece and his chest. But every picture that I find of Scorpion, I can't zoom in enough to look at that one on his chest. And I pause the trailer, and I'm like, I can't see it. It's not. It's it's just just out of like focus for me to see. So kudos to you, Ed Boon. Right. right. There's You're no way to we keep can a know. Secret. It was everything was very deliberate the way they delivered their trailer. Absolutely. Which is why everything is a speculation. Even with the trailer, we're still speculating stuff, which is fun. It's fun and it's cool. It's it's. I mean, obviously, guys, listen for. The rest of the, the, when the when the trailer comes out, because you're gonna hear more from us. Oh yeah, when we get more and more, we'll be back, over and over again. Over and over again. But that's all I have. The fact that we were able to talk so much about it, despite we having one trailer, and we still have more to talk about, we just don't have the time to talk about it. it is cool. It's interesting, and it's ex and above all, it's exciting. I'm. Like I said, dude, I am so hyped. I haven't been hyped like this for a Mortal Kombat game in years. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I wasn't even this hyped when 11 dropped. I I, the, I think the last time I was this hyped was maybe 9. Honestly, 9 I think I was like overly excited for. So so this, this I mean, it's been what, five, almost five years now? You know, this is this is a good time. This is going to be fun. And I mean, I hope that I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. This trailer was amazing. It, it kind of looks like it talked about a lot of things that we talked about in the last podcast about what we would want to expect from this game. So let's... And, and this year's just been a good year for fighting games, man. Yeah, got, man. Like, also, don't forget Dragon Ball... The Dragon Ball Tenkaichi... Uh, Budokai Tenkaichi's coming out. No, oh, I forgot like, about that. Yeah, that's, so we got, what, four big big fighting games coming out this year. Oh, yeah. So we're, um, we're eating good, so we'll be back. You'll see a lot of us... Uh, coming up so stay tuned everyone make sure you follow subscribe whatever you got listen to Do us on every platform every platform individually one after the other same episode one after another same episode after you listen to on spotify go to google listen to the whole episode there <laughs> and then after that go to apple podcast listen to us there and then check out the youtube wait isn't that what isn't that what you're supposed to do that's what i've been doing <laughs> just listen to them all um but I am. Um, I'm all tapped out. Do you have any more questions or concerns, Mr. Lobo? Not at all, man. I'm. I'm just like I said. I'm giddy right now. I'm right. excited. I'm excited as well, and Gary's excited also. What's up, buddy? So, if there's nothing else, then we can wrap up. I would like to thank you for coming on the pod with me and just spitballing pretty much about what we saw and geeking out over what could possibly be. I appreciate you always allowing me to have the time and the space with you, man. And so I would like to reintroduce Lobo Berry Crunch. Yeah, yeah. He's been Lobo Berry Crunch. I've been Mick Whoopi Goldberg, and this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. And we will see you on the next one. Ed Boon, I know you're listening. Listen. The answer lies in the heart of
Bye.